And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. How's that chicken pot pie? Very good. What sort of – now, you said before we started recording, that's a homemade chicken pot pie. You made it not from scratch necessarily, but it's not like a pre-bought one. Right. Well, I mean the filling is from scratch. The gravy is homemade, not a pre-bought chicken gravy sort of thing? Correct. Good for you. And by you, I mean your wife because I'm going to go out on the limb and say she made that. Oh, yeah. What sort of vegetables does she put in the chicken pot pie? Um, potato. Interesting. Okay. I don't know if I've ever heard of a chicken pot pie made with potato. I might be lying. This might not be potato. I don't know. Should I wait for the second piece to be delivered and then I'll ask her? Probably. I have no idea okay. what's in this. There's, there's corn. I- there's carrots. There's peas. Okay. The carrots and peas are, are traditional chicken pot pie. Corn, I'm all for it because I'll eat corn in any number of ways. Um, okay, well, I'll, I'll wait. I will inquire with Mrs. Manson when she arrives at some point in the future with your second piece. Hey, more power to you. Uh, are you excited, Doc Manson, at Doc Manson, here on DDT Wrestling? Are you excited for Raw 25? 25th anniversary of Raw? Yeah, this coming Monday. Um, no? I'm trying to be. And, you know, they had all of these clips of, look at all the people who are going to be here. And I'm like, I just want to watch Braun Strowman throw things. Like, I don't need Steve Austin. I don't need Trish Stratus. Unless Braun Strowman's throwing legends around. He uh, might. Well, <sighs> One can only hope. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm sure it will be a good show. I'm sure once we sit down to watch it, the nostalgia will hit. I felt like the last few times they did old school Raw, which admittedly I think has probably been a while since they've done it, but it was the thing they used to kind of do regularly, or at least once a year. You know, the last time they did that, I kind of felt like it was starting to get a little sad. It was starting to get a little dog and pony show of these people coming out and waving people who clearly were no longer physically effectual to the mm-hmm. point of being able to perform in the ring and having like them come out <coughs> and face active roster people in some, yeah. like it just like it never Sid works Invader, for me anymore. When Sid and Vader wrestled Heath Slater, is that what you're talking about? Like it that might kind of be. Thing? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, if they want to do it, and now I will give WWE credit, especially on Raw, some of the writing of what they've done has been beautiful. So if they want to do some backstage stuff where the camera's just kind of going by and you see a current superstar chatting with, if like I, if I get to see Bo Dallas just chatting with IRS, I'm going to be happy. I'll get, I just made myself excited just with that. That's all I want. I want Bo Dallas and IRS. And if you want to make me lose my mind, have Bray Wyatt walk by. Doesn't even need to do but anything. But you realize, like, okay, while that's possible, that little thing you just described could be something that happens on the show. 
like that's not the extent of it. Like they're going to have oh, no. these people come out to the ring and do a thing that we don't need to see. Well, clearly based on what we saw on Ron, I don't know if you watched. I did not. But the revival's going to get the beat up by all the tag team treatment. Why? Like they because that's the promo they cut after their squash match was that they're better than all they they did ex- pretty much the oh. exact same promo that all that the Ascension did a couple years ago when the outlaws and then the acolytes. Well, so that's what's I mean, going to happen in this case. The thing that I think is interesting about that is sometime in the past the revival had some one of them I don't know which had some sort of heat on them didn't they because they tweeted. Something along those lines, being the greatest of all time when they won the NXT titles, and like some people, some other people on Twitter, namely former wrestlers, like were offended about that. Wasn't there like some level of heat at one probably, time about that stuff? Probably. The only thing that salvages it for me is that we're almost guaranteed to see a clothesline from hell. <clears throat> and say what you will about John Bradshaw Layfield, and many of us can say plenty, that's a nasty move. Yeah, looks and, nice. And it's it's beautiful. Um, what are your favorite moments? If you had to make, I, I, we're not going to make another list. We're not. The list, I've now had to make a list for the lists that people keep mentioning. <clears throat> but if you had to make, if you just had to pick off the top of your head, some of your favorite moments from Monday Night Raw, since it is the, it is the season of reminiscing, uh, what say you like the the clear the clear ones are Vince McMahon in the hospital, Stone okay. Cold in the bedpan, the birth of Mr. Sacco. That's going to, you know, pop up on most people's lists. Um, now, granted, you miss the Attitude Era. I'm going to so. say, yeah, I mean, but I've seen enough promo packages to know that one of the greatest moments of all time was the big boss man feeding Al Snow his dog. That might have happened on SmackDown, though. That's oh, the too bad. Too bad. <laughs> um, I don't know. Let's say the pipe bomb from CM Punk. Did you really like that? I missed it. I, I, I saw it in hindsight. I wasn't watching when it actually happened. Was it, was it as good of a moment as At the people time, claim it to I be? Think, especially since it was coming out of... I don't know what they call it, the Ruthless Aggression era or whatever mm-hmm. was immediately after that. The, the WWE had been so heavily pr- overproduced for such a long time. Having somebody come out, drop a shoot promo like that, which was really a work, obviously. But, but you know, it, there was just this feeling about it that I don't think was seen on WWE television or in any of their products for a decade at that point. And it mm-hmm. really did feel fresh and... Oh God! Um, so yeah, I definitely think that was okay. Was a big that, moment. I, I would call the post ruthless aggression era was the Chris Benoit happened, and now we all have to behave ourselves era. Yeah, I'm sure there's a better name for it, the reality era or mm. whatever. But um, I liked when Eric Bischoff showed up. And like Booker T's there, and Eric Bischoff just kind of walks by, and he's like, "Hey, Book, how you doing?" and Booker T breaks out to tell me you did not just see that. It was just a perfect use of that line. That was a good moment because, again, that was not something you would ever expect. Shane, people haven't been mentioning that on Twitter, but Shane McMahon coming back is an all-time moment. Was that on Raw? Yeah. Yeah. I guess it was. All right. 
Stephanie came out to give Vince an award or Vince gave Stephanie an award and all of a sudden the music hit and you were just like, what? Yeah. Yeah. So either way, um, there's a lot going on as we head into the Royal Rumble. Next week, of course, we'll predict and product the Rumble and NXT TakeOver. Next weekend's going to be a big weekend of wrestling. Not this weekend, but the weekend after. Mm, that sounds riveting. Are you in a post-chicken pie lull? Like, what's going on? Yeah, I'm tired. You, I'm you, just resting my you, eyes. Are you falling out of love with wrestling again? Is that <laughs> just, no, I'm just falling asleep. Why? It's been a busy few days at work. It's 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 just it's been it's been tiring, Bubby. It's been tiring. Would you like to talk about it? You want to tell us? Like the, the students came back. Is that it? You got to get all the schedules and stuff together. And yeah, it didn't help started. that we uh, had a inclement well inclement weather event uh, yesterday. Did you get it canceled? <laughs> the whole day got canceled. That's, I got it canceled, but you know, for public schools, that seemed. That seemed excessive because it, it was wasn't excessive. that bad. Did it you go in excessive. anyways? Did you go in anyways? No. <laughs> they, they give the the I, I probably should talk about it too much on the air, but the 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 wording of the of the alerts telling us not to come in was very different than what's been written in the past, and it was a very confusing and stupid message. And whoever wrote it, I get the feeling, despite the fact being part of administration at a major unit, you know what? I'm shouldn't, I'm not going to say any of this on the air. Never mind. Nope. I'm okay. just, we'll just leave it at that. Okay. I'm not saying anything negative. Nope. Um, just, no, nope. it was a very <clears throat> strange and odd message. How about that? Odd, odd question for you because yeah. I cannot go into my building whenever I want. Somebody has to, turn the alarm off because I have yeah. set off the alarm and had to sit and wait for the police to come. <laughs> of course you have. Um, can you get into your office whenever you need to? Yes, I can. You have a key card and all of that sort of stuff. I have a key to the exterior of the building and a key card for the office. Okay. And so it's not locked down. I, I would assume most universities probably aren't locked down in the same way public schools are. I but. don't think so, but I don't know a lot of other schools to okay. compare to, I All guess. Right. I'm just curiosity. Um, so let's see. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with Braun Strowman? Do you want to start with all the new signings in the WWE system? Well, do you we want talk to talk about Paige. I didn't even write her down. She didn't even make my list because we don't know for sure. Yeah, Is she true. done? <clears throat> we we know she's not going to be able to make she said on Raw that she's not going to be doctors will not let her appear at the first women's Royal Rumble, but she didn't say she was done done. No. Now to now to me this means one of two things. Either one, she's not done done. Or done done done. Or they don't want her retirement to get in the way of the first women's Royal Rumble. So they're going to wait and she's going to do it after. Or I suppose the third option is they don't see it as that big of a deal and she's just going to become a manager. And that's that. Well, I mean, I think it is probably a pretty big deal, whether or not they think so or not. I mean, she's very young to be ending her career, but. Oh, yeah. That's she's unfortunate. Like, She's mid-20s, if 25, that. 25, 26? Yeah. Yeah. 
So, I mean, it's crazy to think. Um, I guess I'm not really surprised, given how long she was out rehabbing her injury from surgery and all that stuff before she came back. I guess I'm not surprised to hear that it, it was a touch-and-go situation, although I guess I am surprised she ever got cleared to return in the first place. Because um, especially, you know, I mean, the spot that re-injured her did not seem like a risky move to... No. But again, I guess I, I'm not familiar with that kind of neck injury. I'm not... I guess I'm not qualified to say risky or not, but it certainly <clears throat> wasn't your traditional high-flying daredevil fest. She, no, nor she didn't do a, you know, tope atomico that went wrong. She didn't take a pile driver poorly. It was... She got kicked. And she back. just kind of... Yeah. Do you blame yeah. Sasha Banks like so many people on Twitter? Eh... No, I mean, yes, in that it's, well, yes, in that it's undeniable that she performed the move that resulted in the injury, right? And in the past... Not that she performed it incorrectly, it was just she did it. Correct. And incorrect or not, um, I understand it's a dance. I understand that, you know, Paige probably accepted the fact that she was going to take this move at some point. So I'm not really blaming Sasha beyond the fact that she performed the move, whether it was correct or incorrect or not. Now, that said, on this show, I've definitely gone out of my way to blame some people for certain injuries. Um, I'm looking at you, Mr. Uh, Burning It Down, man. But beyond, but that, that for me, the problem with Seth Rollins, who is somebody else we should probably talk about this week, given the return of a certain move, but he, on my list. he has a, he, to me, has a track record. He has a history of injuring people, which to my knowledge, Sasha Banks does not. So I sort of give her the benefit of the doubt. Seth Rollins, now I don't believe what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it, has gotten to the point where he hurts people he's not even involved with. Dean, you know, he teams with Dean Ambrose, Dean Ambrose gets injured. He teams with Jason Jordan, Jason Jordan gets injured. Okay, that's just silly. He had nothing he's now, to do with He's that. now just causing... Injuries just by looking at people. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, it, you know, I hope sincerely that Paige is not done done. And but although I will say if she is, I'm pretty sure WWE is going to let her at least for the short term. I up oh, Nope. Sorry. We interrupt this broadcast for this some chicken pot, pot pie. pie. What? That's an Oscar. That is an Oscar. Thank you. Okay. Now I have a dog. But no chicken pot pie. Not yet. She came to claim the bowl. Ah, okay. Fair enough. She's not going to yeah. dirty multiple dishes. No, no. Why would we do that? Okay. How is Oscar? Fuzzy. He was wet in a post I saw earlier this week. He had a bath. How often do you give dogs baths? I don't know. As often as they're, you know, dirty. Okay, let me ask you a question that might be seen as stupid. Because I grew up with white German shepherds. So you can tell when a white German shepherd is dirty. Don't uh -huh. give me that look. <laughs> I'm waiting for the question. How do you tell when Oscar is dirty? Because Oscar is a darker shade. Well, he gets sort of, you know... He gets an odor about him. Malodorous, I believe. Yeah, is yeah, pungent, if you will. Pungent. Okay. 
Okay, I just wanted to know. But also his fur gets matted, and you'll find, you know, stuff stuck in the fur all sort of clumped together, and you know it's time. He is very low to the ground, so he picks I up suppose everything. He, he collects things. Here's the Popeye. There it is. Okay. Thank so, you, Mrs. Manson. All right, so, Mrs. Manson, we have a question for you. What uh, vegetables are in the pot pie? What vegetables are in the chicken pot pie? Uh, D.C. and the neighborhood want to know. <laughs> Potatoes. I knew it. Carrots, corn, and peas. What is the purpose of putting potatoes in the pot pie What's the when there's a the crust? Potatoes? They're delicious. They're tasty. Okay. They're right. soft. Uh, onions, no onions? Onions? Yeah, onions are in there. That's a vegetable. Okay. Why didn't you say so? Yeah, onions. Come on. <laughs> celery? Celery? No celery. Good. Celery. Celery can go right to hell. <laughs> it can. It can go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, very lovely chatting. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And thank you for my pie. You're welcome. Take this pooch, because he's just eyeing that pie. <laughs> yeah. oh, All right. My. Let's Come get on. back on topic. Now that, Bye, we've, now that we've dealt with the pie. We've dealt with the chicken pie. Potatoes and the chicken oh, I'm pie. I'm about to deal with it. <clears throat> you go ahead. Um, I do think, this is the point I was getting to beforehand. I do think that Paige has a career in WWE even if she's done. Well, here's the thing. I think from the WWE's perspective, she does. The question is, does she want that career given how young she is, when she could probably go to a less medically conscious indie promotion uh, and wrestle. She she pulls a potential Daniel Bryan and goes to continue wrestling. WWE won't clear her. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she's young, man. She doesn't have a family. Um, and, you know, when you're young, you think you can do anything. It's not until you get to your mid-30s and your body starts falling apart that you're like, oh, God, I am mortal. I figured that out at like nineteen. I mean, I did. How too, old was I? But how I didn't old was start I when my feeling knee, it until recently. How old was I when my knee went out line dancing? That's when I was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't know how long I'm cut out for this. Uh huh. All right. Fair enough. All right. Well, I wish Paige nothing but the best. I hope she makes a full recovery. Uh, very quickly, I wasn't going to bring it up, but we're on the topic of injuries. What are the? What's the percentage? What are the odds that we see Daniel Bryan? Wrestle in the Royal Rumble match. I don't know. I will say, it seems like the WWE is keeping the cards close to their chest. Mm -hmm. It it seems like, I mean, everything public that they're saying is, yeah, he ain't wrestling ever again. And he keeps saying, oh, I'm going to wrestle again. Yeah. And I can't tell how much of that is just legit and how much of that is them... You know, working a storyline. I will say, the fact that he's been so prominently featured on SmackDown in this, you know, adversarial role with Shane McMahon leads me to believe that there's a possibility we could see him wrestling again in WWE ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, people are people have asked, you know, what surprise are you most looking forward to? Who do you want to see? And I'm like, WWE has run out of surprises. Bringing back... Chris Jericho. Now, granted, he's going to be at Raw 25. He's going to be there on Monday. Um, 
you know, bringing back Chris Jericho isn't surprising. You peaked with AJ Styles. AJ Styles was the, I can't believe this is my life right now, sort True. of moment. Daniel Bryan's the only other one you can do that with. You bring I Daniel right. Bryan. You bring Daniel Bryan back. That is a run around the room screaming for many people kind of moment. I don't know that you get the Kenny Omega showing up isn't going to make that happen. For I'm too many like, people. Who? Exactly. So. All right. Well, good. I uh, thank you for bringing up Paige because she really wasn't on my she wasn't on my list. But let's talk about Seth Rollins since you mm-hmm. brought him up. Uh, he who injures just by staring. Um, an old friend returned. How did you feel about the curb stomp making its comeback? Or the blackout, excuse me. We don't call it the curb stomp. It's yeah, the no, it's a, it's a curb stomp, so. Well, but they're not, they're not going to call it that. They're going to call it the blackout. How do you feel about that? I never really liked that move to begin with. Really? Why not? Mm-hmm. Because although we got an, an awesome visual, and Chris, I guess this, is what, this move was, what, unsuccessful? Randy Orton in the thing and him lifting up in the air in this ridiculous RKO. Mm-hmm. The problem with it is the same problem I have with uh, Ember Moon's finishing maneuver. It's The setup is always way too ridiculous. The person has to stay bent over, doubled out in the ring, arms out, head extended, like in the most awkward position for such a period of time that you're just like... It does. It just. It does. It just does not fit into the flow of a match, pretty much ever. So that's my problem with it. Okay. The setup is ridiculous. I like it. I think it's visually stunning, even when it doesn't work, as you just said. Great. Great point. <clears throat> it is a little clunky. I agree. But it can be visually stunning. I mean, that's a hundred percent. But I don't think ra- that makes up for the clunkiness. The Rainmaker knee wasn't doing anything for me. Nope. Him doing the pedigree wasn't doing anything for me. Terrible. So, so maybe we I, just have to come to the conclusion that Seth Rollins no. is not a good wrestler. If he wanted to break out the six star frog splash, as I call it, <laughs> if he wanted to do the superplex into the Falcon Arrow or whatever as his finisher, I'd be all for it. Even that small package bomb that he broke out once or he'll break out once or twice in big matches, I'd be all for that. But let me ask you this question. The roster's huge. Thank you. But don't mention it. But a lot of big names are wrestling in the Royal Rumble matches leading up to the 30-man men's battle royal. Do you think we see people... Pull double duty. What do you mean? In the past, sheerly based on need, if Billy Gunn wrestled in an Intercontinental title match to open the show, he would then also make an appearance in the Battle Royal. They don't need to do that. You Are have you a big... about the Royal Rumble? Because the Royal Rumble is really not a Battle Royal. Yes. I wasn't I sure. Talking. I was honestly, for a second, I wasn't sure if you were okay. talking about then Royal me, Rumble me, and then also like the Giant Battle Royal. Or? No. No, I'm referring to the Royal Rumble. You would see a wrestler oh, okay. in a match early in the show and then they would appear again. Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan are wrestling um, the bar and possibly, and possibly, just from the way it looks, Titus Worldwide. And there might even be another team in there too. How about Braun Strowman? There's another one. 
Now, he's wrestling in the world title match. If he wins the universal title, which I'm starting to doubt, but I'd love to see, um, he's not going to. But, you know, these guys aren't going to be in the Battle Royal. Now, the roster can handle that, but that means you're throwing all three members of, of the New Day into the Battle Royal. That means you're throwing the Miztourage in the Battle Royal. The Royal Rumble? So, uh, yeah, the Battle Royal Rumble. So, what do you think? What do you think happens? Um, I don't think it makes any sense for people to pull double duty, given the size of the roster. Yeah. That said, I just I can't imagine a Royal Rumble without Braun Strowman in it. He would be the only one. If they decided to go that way, if they were like, all right, nobody's pulling double duty except Braun Strowman, nobody is going to complain. Yeah. So, I can see that happening. All right, hold on. What is going on with my computer? Why is it being weird? I want to look up who is announced for the Royal Rumble. Because I got to tell you, it's a little anemic. Is it? Um, just because there are so many big names. Again, like Seth Rollins, Cesaro, Sheamus, Jason Jordan, Braun Strowman, Kane. None of these guys, the, the Usos, now granted the Usos aren't. So here's who's declared. Elias. Okay. Randy Orton. Oh, good. Shinsuke. Yeah. John Cena. I see. Finn Balor. Okay. Baron Corbin. He's a guy. Matt Hardy. Yep. Bray Wyatt. Mm. Rusev. Mm. Aiden English. All right. And Titus Worldwide. So. That's not a very exciting Royal Rumble. Braun Strowman and Kane, if they don't pull double duty... Not in the Royal Rumble. I feel like Kane should be in the Rumble. AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Not in the Royal Rumble. Seth Rollins, Jason Jordan, Cesaro, Sheamus, Chad Gable, Shelton Benjamin, and the Usos. Not in the Royal Rumble. Hello, Oscar. Hello, Oscar. So, again, there's plenty of other people, and if they have, you know whether it's surprises or whatever, because obviously a legend of some type is going to declare on Monday at Raw 25. Oh, I hope not. Unless it's the one and only. Billy Gunn? No, Bruce Barber Beefcake, dude. I want to hear that music. Is he, I don't have is a he announced? Up, but... Huh? Is he announced? Is I don't he going to appear? Think so I don't know who's announced. I haven't paid any attention. I didn't watch Bra this week, so or SmackDown for that matter. Do you watch NXT? No. So I probably will watch NXT though. I just haven't yet. I'm just curious. Uh, I don't feel like doing that. I know Austin's returning. Michaels, Kevin Nash can't be there. All right, anyway. So we'll just get X-Pac instead. That makes sense. So. <laughs> what did you miss? What did you miss? Braunstrom. Uh-huh. Ran roughshod overall. He was fired in the opening segment. Uh-huh. Tossed security guards around beautifully. Yep. These indie guys should get paid more than they got paid because some of them took 
huge leaps through tables. Okay. Um, tossed over some, ta- you know, tore through catering. Did you see the moment with the cake? Did you at least watch that? No. There's a guy, chef's jacket, apron, and he's standing with a chocolate cake. Okay. Braun Strowman comes through catering, people scatter. Kurt Hawkins gets put through a table. The guy with the cake is just standing there, and he's James Ellsworth size with little horn rim glasses, and he's just frozen. Braun stares at him, looks down, picks up a piece of cake, just bites a giant hunk out of it, and then just kind of walks away. I think he drops the cake, but just kind of walks away, and the guy still just... Okay. It was it was just beautiful. It I saw beautiful. him throwing something in a production truck or something. He goes into the production truck. At one point, one of the referees goes to Kurt Angle, because he's destroyed Kurt Angle's office. Goes to Kurt Angle and says, uh, Mr. Angle just wanted to let you know, uh, Braun Strowman is heading for the production truck. And there's like a two-second beat where Kurt Angle doesn't say anything and then goes, oh, my Mama God. Mia. That's worth $12 million. Let's go. And they run. That sounds so good. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch this. It was, it, was, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. So he goes into the production truck, chases everyone out. You see a Kevin Dunn shot as he runs by. Um winds up unhooking the truck itself from the trailer, tips the truck over. Uh-huh. Then... I will say on p- Monday night, Mrs. Manson got a tweet from somebody or another, and she said, and we're just sitting there in the living room, and at one point she says to me, so apparently Braun is tipping over some another vehicle? And I was like, huh, all right. <laughs> yeah. He tips over a truck. I didn't find that a moment as good as the other ones. Then he comes out onto the stage and starts to terrorize the announce team. They get up and run, and as they do, Booker T trips and elbows Michael Cole so that he falls at Braun Strowman's feet. Excellent. Braun Strowman picks up Michael Cole. Oh, boy. Kurt Angle and the security guards run out. Kurt Angle's like, Stephanie McMahon called. You've been rehired. You're rehired. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. He puts Michael Cole down. Michael Cole's crawling around. He stops, turns, picks up Michael Cole, and sends him soaring through the air into the security guard. Michael Cole crowd surfs and has to be taken away. I'm guessing this is how they are going to justify that Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler <coughs> are going to call Raw 25. Are they? They are. Oh, all right. Apparently the whole thing. Not, they're not just going to show up. They're going to be. I the am going to watch Raw twenty five now for Raw twenty five. But now that's it. It gives Michael Cole a reason not to be there, which I mm-hmm. thought was kind of silly. But it was just, and I'm looking. I'm watching this going. Have we seen? We've been watching wrestling a very long time. Can you remember anyone that was like Braun Strowman? I mean, a monster. Kane. He's he's a monster. The Undertaker. Giant but Gonzalez. But he's not just a monster. <clears throat> he's a monster. We've seen people throw things. We've seen people tip over things. We've we've seen Heidenreich 
press Michael Cole up against a wall and read poetry to him. Uh-huh. That was By the that. way, that son of a bitch better be at Raw 25. He won't be. Hi, Hi, Reich. Uh, I hope Snitsky's there. Have you seen Snitsky? Snitsky looks like he ate Braun Strowman now. Like, he Snitsky is so like ripped, it's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. And he's, yeah, and with the big beard and stuff. Uh-huh. I, I, if we're going to do this, we need to do it right. Santino, Eugene, the Hurricane. Like, I don't oh, yeah. care. Rosie. About... Is he still alive? Oh, no, he's not. He's dead. What? Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm sure we'll see that. We'll see the Gone Too Soon video package, too. Test? Those of us who have left these last China? five years in memoriam. I'm sure she'll get a, a little moment. I hope that China gets into the Hall of Fame this year. I would like that. Yeah, very much. Um, but, yeah, but he's he's a monster. He's hilarious. He's terrifying. I don't know. I the feel like. I guess. But he did drop sh- kicks, man. He did. He did. And he was really funny. I loved when he was doing like Shokishi and the big show, <laughs> you know. I like the part where uh, where him and uh, Kane were tag tag team partners on Raw. And I forget who it was, but somebody locked Kane into this back room and moved a forklift in front of the door. And Big Show's there wrestling the mach- the forklift, trying to just strain in like Ron Strowman's trial, just trying to move this thing. And suddenly Kane just walks into frame and it's like, uh, show, what are you doing? I, uh, I used the other door. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, that wasn't very smart of that. I love that moment. Yeah. That's one of the I greatest problems watching- of all time. Watching Braun Strowman terrorize backstage. If this was 10 years ago, Kurt Angle would have been lying with his leg <laughs> bent at an odd angle and blood behind his head. Oh, yeah. That was good. Oh, man. And by good, Great I mean terrible. That was also SmackDown. That was SmackDown, but still. Yeah. Uh, speaking, of Smack, speaking of SmackDown, there is a new United States champion. Is it glorious? It is glorious indeed. Yeah, I'm pleased with that result. I they think. had the semifinals, and they said at the beginning of the show that the finals would take place the next week, but somehow, and, and I didn't watch much of SmackDown somehow they decided to just do it last night. Yeah. So they did, you know, Bobby Roode beat Mojo, Jinder Mahal beat Xavier Woods, and then Bobby beat Jinder and is now the United States champion. And I'm a fan of that. Yeah. SmackDown's starting to look like TNA. AJ Styles is the world champion and Bobby Roode's the U S champion. I'm okay with it. Mike Kanellis and Eric Young. Oh man need to win the tag titles. I was actually kind of hoping that Bobby Roode and James Storm could win the tag titles, but... Beer money! I guess we got to get James Storm in there next. I know. He has got to come back. Um, It was a weird SmackDown, though. You didn't miss much because there were, I think, only three matches. Hmm. And it was... No. Four. There was one woman's match, and then there were the three U.S. title matches. Yeah. And that was it. Hmm. And all the rest of it was just talent in vignettes. This is going to sound strange. Okay. But I sort of want to go to SmackDown and watch Jinder Mahal versus Bobby Roode. I don't know why, but I'm interested. I watched a good portion of that, and it was good. I like Jinder Mahal. I do, too. I think Jinder Mahal is a capable guy. He's a decent in-ring worker. He obviously knows how to get the crowd to hate him. Yeah. So... 
I wanted him to win the U.S. title. I'm not going to lie. I wanted him to win the U.S. title. Of course you did. You commie sympathizer. Uh, this is the problem when I write stuff down uh-huh. that I just got to go around and... Do you think I should stop doing this and we should just let the conversation flow freely? Am I, am I micromanaging this? No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, there goes that notebook. Um, so what if... Uh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> you like stuff? Yeah, stuff is good. All sorts of stuff. What kind of stuff do you like? I like um, War Machine. Oh, hey, War Machine's good. I like War Machine a lot. And I like Prince Puma. Who? Prince Puma. Never, I'm, I mean, I'm familiar with Prince Puma, but why, why are you bringing up Prince Puma? I'm just mentioning things that I like. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Are, are you excited about this new swath of NXT signings? Uh, Ricochet, War Machine, Candice LeRae, Ronda Rousey. Did uh, they announce Ronda Rousey? Uh, not, I think on TV, but they know she's, re- they've said that she's reported to the performance center. So <clears throat> I would I'm imagine I'm excited that's... about War Machine and Candice LeRae. Not Ricochet? Mm, not really. Didn't like Prince Puma? I liked Prince Puma, but in the WWE, he's just going to be on 205 Live. That is the problem. I that just, is the problem. Yeah, is. I just, it's hard to get excited about a guy who's got a glass ceiling on top of him. I hope that that's not true, but so far that is what it's yeah. that is totally. Even though Goldust is bridging that divide, he's doing something all right. He, uh, Goldust can do whatever he wants. I agree. And his team was Cedric. It, although somebody, I think I, I don't know if I started it or what, but uh, Booker T, our truth, Cedric Alexander. I don't understand what you're. What aren't they telling us? Alicia Fox, did you watch episode one of the Mixed Match Challenge? No. Neither did I. (laughs) I still don't know what Facebook Watch is. Apparently, you go to FacebookLive.com and you can find it, but I still don't know. I I haven't heard that from anyone other than you. This, that's the, literally the first time somebody has told me how to access <laughs> Facebook Watch. I will say, I don't have Facebook on my phone anymore. So... I've never had Facebook on my phone. There you go. I, I don't know. I sent you a Facebook message today for the first time since 2015. And you, you had to tell me that you sent it to me because I had no way of knowing that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even, I don't it, even like, have Messenger on my phone anymore. Like, done. Yeah. The last thing I sent you was in July of 2015, and I was telling you that I tried hard root beer. Mmm, delicious. All right. I think we've covered the major things. What are you you most excited about from those signings? War Machine. Yeah? War Machine. I don't know much about Candice LeRae. I know she was part of the world's cutest tag team. I know she's done a lot of intergender matches, and I know she's married to Johnny Gargano. And I watched her wrestle in the women's, the Mae Young Classic. That's all I know. So I'm assuming she will do well. Um, I'm assuming she will make an appearance at NXT TakeOver, probably to counteract Zelina Vega, 
Probably. Now that she's signed. Well, I was going to build my wrestling promotion, my fantasy league, around her and Johnny Gargano, so hey. I'm pretty pleased to see her around. Good. I, War Machine's great. Um, you know, NXT and WWE have with between, I guess you can't really count the Ascension anymore, but Authors of Pain, Heavy Machinery, they, they like these big, bruising tag teams. I think... Warbeard Hansen has a chance to be a solo star. Killian Dane, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> watching those two, yeah. so you know, I'm I'm looking forward to War Machine. I'll be interested to know what they're called. I don't know if War Machine will work in WWE. They might need a new name. But Machines of War. I was going with the combat contraption. <laughs> And that's not just because I literally went to an online thesaurus and typed in war and then typed in machine and tried to match uh, words huh. up. Because right. I have that kind of time. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Speaking of time, it is time for the emails. The emails. What, what, the emails. Did somebody say emails? Is one title from <laughs> bestie Danielle Sullivan. And she writes in with... Today's questions are email topic inspired, and then one wrestling question. One, how many emails kept in your email box are too many? I usually only keep 20s in my inbox, and but if it's worth saving, it goes into one of the categories. We'll start there. Okay. Um, it depends on which email. Yes, agreed. My, my work email, if I get more than five in my inbox, I start developing, like, Agita. Hmm. Um, in uh, pretty much any other email, I could care less. <laughs> yeah. I would say I've got hundreds in my work email, but I mean, I do try to clean them out like at the end of every year or so and get back down to nothing. I mean, and I don't keep any unread ones in the inbox. I, I sort everything. And it's mainly because... I sort uh, everything that's important, but then... There's things that I get that I shouldn't delete but aren't important, and I'm just kind of like, eh, and I get lazy about it. I make, I make random, like, there, I have at least, like, two different, like, miscellaneous, you know. So I have, for my work email, I have subfolders for everything. Every kid has a folder, all of that sort of, so I can just keep track of correspondence and things. Hmm. As, as you can see with our DDT wrestling, we, I don't think, ever clean that out. No, no, thousands, thousands. Yeah. I have, a Millions. G- I have a Gmail account that literally has thousands of unread messages in the inbox. Is it like the spam account? Do you have an email account just for when you like sign up for stuff online? Absolutely. Ah, you have to. Uh-huh. You have to. Um, question two, favorite and least favorite email provider? My favorite is Outlook. My least favorite is Gmail. Really? Yeah. Why? What's wrong with Gmail? Gmail sells my information. I am their product. They are collecting everything on me, and they are selling my information. Speaking of which, speaking of which, speaking of which, tell me about this YouTube thing. Why? What? Because you seem to have very strong feelings Uh, about it. I don't have strong feelings about it. When you said, uh, this better be a rant on the show, I was already feeling disappointed. I was like, I got nothing to rant (laughs) about. Like, it's, they just changed changed, the monetary. They've changed the way. Yeah. They changed the rules for monetization, so you can't have ads pre-roll on your video unless you now have 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 hours worth of views over the course of the past 
12 months. The previous threshold was your whole channel across however many videos you had had to have a total of at least 10,000 views, which people could kind of brute force just by releasing a lot of videos sometimes. Um, but this means that you actually need to have subscribers and a significant amount of people actually have to watch your content. Um, so basically it means a lot less people are going to get the kind of ad revenue they got than before. But yeah. that doesn't affect me. I, I mean, no. the system before 10,000 views, I was never going to get that. I was never going to make money on YouTube. This doesn't no. affect me because it was unattainable already, unless, as far as I'm concerned, unless you were already established or this is, you know, you're, or if you're selling sex. Like, that's the only other way to get noticed, I think. So, but how... I don't know how much you watch YouTube. How, like... I watch YouTube quite a bit, but I, I never subscribe to anything. Yeah, I, I just know subscribe. what I'm look. I just know what I'm looking for. Well, we're not the target YouTube audience. They we're want people who are 20. in their ecosystem, who use it as a social media site, who have a profile, and who engage in the comments. And th I mean, that's what they think that they are. So I don't think so. But that's because I'm too old. Okay. Yeah, because I just thought that was odd. Like people. On Twitter, we're like, you know, we need you to subscribe now. And I'm like, I don't think I subscribe to anyone. Like, I'm on YouTube every day watching something. But yeah, for the most part on YouTube, I'm just searching for whatever it is I'm interested in in the moment. I do have a few channels I subscribe to just because these are places I go to for content all the time. But, like, it's hardly any, you know? All right. I just... <clears throat> No, I suppose I didn't need you to rant because neither of us really had expectations that we were going to <clears throat> become major YouTube no, stars. I mean, if I, I, like, not to say I wouldn't put content on YouTube, I just, again, if I was just like this podcast, I do it for the fun of it. Like, I don't mm -hmm. ever expect really to make money off of this thing. So I, if I did YouTube, it would just sort of be the same idea. Same thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, you got to get a better computer because I enjoyed watching you play Seven Days Today. Someday. Instead, I spend my monies on the other things. Like a house. And like a, a dog. House and a dog. And a sectional. Ingredient. Ooh. Is that new? Yeah. Um, over the weekend. We won't have it for another five to eight weeks, but. Hey. Yeah. That's going to be nice. Very nice. So fancy. It's going to have a chase. It's going to have a what? A chase? Chase? No, no, no. Chase. Che well, in French, it's chaise. But. Okay. <laughs> Let's get to Danielle's wrestling question. If you could create a Rumble match with only wrestle silly characters, who would you have in it and who would you have win? Isn't this essentially the gimmick battle royal? Yes. Except in a they Royal Rumble. It. Yeah. Now you could do you could do an updated version. Yeah. But Eugene, Snisky, Heidenreich, Santino. Please. Bo Dallas. Who? Bo Dallas. Oh, didn't they just release him? Stop it. <laughs> Bite your tongue, sir. Um, yeah, the, the gimmick battle royal kind of took care of that. Um, Gobbly Gookers. Who's my favorite Wrestle Silly character? William Regal, obviously. Though he kind of bridged the gap between being Wrestle Silly and not being Wrestle Silly, but 
Oh, I always yes. really liked Gene Snitsky. Okay. It wasn't my fault. I like your poetry. I like what you do to babies. <laughs> if I had to pick a winner, I think, I, I don't know. I could see giving it to Eugene. I think that would be great. Yeah. Never going to happen. I could. I think it would be great because Eugene, what he would do is he'd run outside. He'd like roll under the ropes and like go celebrate with the fans. And he'd like walk through the crowd and then he'd show up at the end and accidentally eliminate somebody else and then win. <laughs> and we can see the All airplane right. spin again. Thank you for the email, Danielle. The next email comes from Nate. Hi, gentlemen. Hope you're both doing well and loving life. I'm sorry I haven't been sending emails, but I hope to get back to it. With one of the newest sightings being Ricochet, Prince Puma. I don't know what he's talking about. How would you book his debut, and what do you think his ceiling of potential is? A glass, actually. What are your hopes (laughs) for the MMC? Have a great night. DC and Doc, the shrimp. Nate. Thank you, Nate. Um, Good to hear from you, Nate. How would you have him debut? Would he go to NXT? Would he skip right to... He would probably go to NXT and he'd have, I don't know, some sort of um, Aztec type gimmick. Maybe he'd be some sort of Aztec warrior. Mm, would you bring like, in Conan just to? Yeah, I think Conan might be a good guy to introduce him. <laughs> I mean, he probably would have some sort of like leopard or I don't know, like some sort of gimmick where related Captain to. Captain Cheetah? Yeah, yeah, something like that. And. Um, yeah. Yep. I think I might have him, uh, you know, face Pentagon Dark. <laughs> I was just looking at it. Ricochet is five foot ten and 197 pounds, apparently. Uh huh. Seth Rollins is six foot one and 217 pounds. Yep. So, Finn Balor. is 5'11", 190 pounds. So hypothetically... There's hope. They could put Ricochet on the main roster. AJ Styles is probably around... He's got to be like 225. Yeah, he'll be heavier, but AJ Styles is... Stupid computer. There you go. 5'11". 5'11". They don't list his weight, of course. Of course. 218. 218. Okay. Yep. So. I mean, yeah, again, there's in, hope. In a world where, in a world where Seth Rollins and AJ Styles and Finn Balor can be, the problem is that's Seth Rollins and AJ Styles and Finn Balor. Ricochet, as much as we might enjoy him, does not have the same name value as the three people I just mentioned. So. I, I don't know. I, I do feel like Ricochet's name value is probably about equivalent to Finn Balor's, no? I think, well, I suppose he was international. Finn Balor was a former, like, IWGP singles champion, had a lot, you know, Ricochet was not that way, at least in Japan. But I could be wrong. But I, You know, I he, didn't really is know Is he who... equally as big in Mexico? I mean, I don't really know the relative size of the markets, but... Maybe I'm, I could be wrong. Hey, yeah. I'd love to see it. I want cruiserweights wrestling. I will say I feel like Ricochet has a decent amount of mainstream recognition. 
I'm not mm-hmm. sure where I, I know people know that name. Um, to what degree, I guess I can't say. So, you know, how would I want him to debut? I would want him to go to NXT, I think. He's young enough, you know. Yeah. I'd want him to sit in the crowd and then, you know, debut at the following takeover against, you know, whatever, No Way Jose or Have whoever he's going to. There's this, I guess, really old picture of Ricochet and, and Triple H. H. Have you yes. seen that photo? Yes. Did you see the caption? No. Um, it, it's this ridiculous photo of Ricochet, just wide-eyed, high forehead, Long prison hair. hair. And uh, it basically said, uh, Triple H welcoming newest NXT signee, Sasha Banks. <laughs> I laughed oh, really hard. <laughs> That's awful and hilarious all at the same time. Yeah. Um, what are my hopes for the mixed match challenge? That it opens new avenues and is a hit. Will I watch any of it? Uh, not until I can figure out how to use Facebook Watch. I did see a GIF from the, the match. Sasha Banks doing a suicide dive out of the ring. Shinsuke catch. Yeah, Shinsuke catches her and then just carefully places her on the apron and backs away. It was good. It was good. I, I do it think we're going like to see more having of, fun. That's it. That's all I want. Uh-huh. That's all I want. All right. Next is our good buddy. Che. Hi, guys. You might have already discussed this by the time you get to the emails, but how would you book the women's rumble match? Who enters at one and two? Who plays the iron woman role? Who faces off slash con- what confrontations what? between returning stars and current stars would you like to see, and how does the finish look? If you've exhausted all Rumble talk, or if you need a conversation for another time, dot, dot, dot. Well, hold on, then. Let's stop there, because right. I, I like that second question, too. Um, how would I book the women's Rumble match? I, I would have 30 women come in, probably about a minute apart. I would have um, some of them eliminate other ones by throwing them over the top rope, and in the end, one of them would win. That's how I would book it. Yeah. Uh, who would enter at one and two? Sasha Banks and Charlotte. That's who you should do it, but Charlotte's the champion, so. Yeah. Um, I could see now, granted, Oscar they, I don't doing think, it, too. I think they do Sasha Banks and Bailey. Okay. That's who I, I think enters that. one and two, Sasha Banks and Bailey. And I think. You do you know, think it's both... possible that. Whoever enters at number one for this first women's rumble match will also win it. Do you think it's too soon to do that? No, you save that. Okay. What I find interesting, however, currently, as of yet, there are no other women's matches announced for Royal Rumble. Now, granted, they couldn't. They need all the talent they can. But that means that Alexa Bliss and Charlotte are just going to watch. Not necessarily. Unless they could participate, gonna... and they could win a title shot against the other champion. I'm all for it, but that's not the case. The 2, oh. 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16. The 18 women who have declared the champions I are not among declare, them. I do declare, Mr. I would Bogart. love to see it because, I, you know, I think in they should get the chance to pick. That should be it. Is If, you know, if Charlotte wins the first Women's Royal Rumble, she should get to just be able to hand-choose her opponent. Hmm. Which would actually make sense if she then won and hand chose Ronda Rousey. Blech. I would like that better. I would like that better Blech. than having Ronda Rousey win the thing. Blech. 
Just saying. Um, but yeah, I don't think anyone, you know, I'm sure they'll have some people who will last a long time, but, uh, number one, Alicia Fox, number two, Sasha Banks. I could just see Sasha Banks doing the thing where she just like throws somebody over the rope and is just waiting for the next. I see. And I think Asuka would do that. I could see that. Alicia Fox and Asuka. Asuka throws her over the top rope. Then the next person who comes out is like Sarah Logan. She gets tossed out. And it's just a lot of Asuka like. I could totally see that. And I would love it. I will go on record and say there will be at least one moment where she is alone in the ring. Because she will have just destroyed everyone. I hope so. That To me, um, that would be the perfect rumble moment. What face-offs and confrontations between returning stars and current stars would I like to see? None. I don't need to see any... I, honestly, I don't need to see any returning women stars. If you want to have Trish Stratus there and, and Lita there and whoever else, just have them in the front row watching history. Like, they're not competitors anymore and yeah. to put them it's, it's just it gets to be that sort of silly nostalgia dog and pony show that i don't need to see they've the got only enough problem talent. is i i they don't yeah they, they do eight, they have 18 women declared okay get You're the iconic pick 12 duo from up NXT? There. yeah sure okay go ahead uh the iconic 12. duo 10 more nikki cross Ember Moon. Eight more. Um, blue pants. <laughs> I would love that. Okay, that's a returning star. Are there any no. other women in NXT? I'm, I'm having trouble. Lacey Evans, Aaliyah. Like you're, you're, yeah. you're. I, I don't want to say you're scraping the bottom bottom of the barrel, but you're, you know, Candice LeRae. Like you know, nobody. At some yeah. point, at some point, you're going into. Like women from the mix, not the mix, the May Young Classic. How awesome would it be as a surprise entrant if Santina showed up? And James Ellsworth back to back? Absolutely. I thought you were going to say The Undertaker. (laughs) (laughs) What if James Ellsworth wins the first ever women's Royal Rumble match? I want our truth to come out. And then somebody has to tell him it's the women's wear rubble, and he just goes, "My bad." <laughs> I would <laughs> and like then to walks see that. away, yeah. and, and that would actually let them get away. That yeah. could be like the page spot. Sure, we were supposed to have page here, but our truth comes out, and he just leaves. Yeah, <clears throat> no, it'll be Victoria or Gail Kim or Molly Holly or Page's music and Diamond Dallas Page comes out, and he's like, "Close oh, enough, man." <laughs> Diamond cuts everywhere. Bam. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm good with you reading this. This is a good topic. Now, again, we can table this, and I'll make a point of doing it. But I like this question from Che. At what point should WWE stop recruiting talent? Several big stars like Harper, Rusev, Cesara, and Nakamura are struggling to make a massive impact and reach the top. With the top tier of talent clearly established on the main roster, and even NXT filling up with big-name stars, such as Adam Cole, Ricochet, War Machine, etc. Where does WWE draw the line and stop signing every big name the internet shouts about? Or 
when do they decide to start releasing stars that they're not using to their full potential? Excellent question. We could spend an entire show, I would think, never. having never stop. They never stop signing people. Right. No. I mean, that's the answer. Yes. No. Done. Full show my butt. No, because there's more to it than that. No. They're not, they're not going. They're not going to want. You know. Are, but I do think we're also getting to a point where they're running out of people to sign because I don't think you're going to sign any of those Japanese guys. Okada, Tanahashi, Naido, Omega, I don't know that any of them are coming over. Yeah. So No, you're right. And Few of them are. You've got, you've got Will Ospreay. You've got uh, Dalton Castle. Maybe Jay Lethal. There's not a huge amount of real big indie stars left. Now, granted, you wait a while and they'll show up. What but, was the guy with the cheeky tights in the Cruiserweight Classic? Zack Sabre Jr. That's the one. I couldn't remember yeah. his name. But again, I do think they've signed a lot of the real big names. You've got to wait a while for new people to become like, okay, yeah, you're going to re-sign Cody at some point, probably. They're going to sign James come. Storm. They're going to sign Ethan Carter III. They're going to... No interest. Well... You know, he's going to come out as VK3. Derek, I'm Derek Carter, the one and a half. No, no, no. Vince, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, the third. And there then uh, Mr. Anderson's going to come back. I'm sorry, Mr. Well, Kennedy. It. You know, do you and really want to see over the birth Do you want to see Abyss in WWE? Yes. Okay. You don't? I, I kind of I don't know how old Abyss is. Uh, a thousand. <laughs> Abyss is eternal. That would be nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't All know. Right. There's plenty of people um, to sign. And let's face it, people like Harper, Rusev, Cesaro, they're never going to make it as top stars. The writing for them has been on the wall for a long time. Like it's not. New. I've come to terms. Yeah. Well, and somebody was. I, I got into an argument with somebody about it, you know, in term, not an argument, a debate, about Cesaro. And I'm like, he's a multiple-time champion in that company and is clearly, like, a valued member of the roster. Sure. You, would I love to see him be world champion? Of course. Am I going to complain about it? No. Right. He's, he's exactly probably where I he mean, should be. The only person who I am a little surprised about maybe is Nakamura. But at the same time, like, I understand that one. He's. I love the physical charisma. I love the entrance, but he's. I don't know. Like he. I don't feel like he's connected with the with the roster. With with. I'm sorry, the audience. And it's 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 one of those things where he's a great sort of sideshow attraction or something. And I think he's doing a good job. Like the stuff that he's been doing with Natalia and the MMC and the side stuff. But like. I don't know that he was ever going to be any more than that. I, I don't know. No. The problem with Shinsuke is that in, it's a similar problem with, with Finn Balor. We don't know enough about them. Like, there should be packages showing us. Now, granted, you'd have to get some of the footage. But showing us some stuff from Japan. Hearing him talk about himself. Like, I've never... Now, granted, there's the language barrier. But I've never heard a sit-down interview where he's, like, talking about himself and, what you know, why he does what he does. And, like, it's just, oh, look, he does crazy moves. And Did you see Natalia doing the 
It was so awful. It was so good. I think she has to be doing it on purpose. I love the she MMC. She can't be that. It's so good. It's so bad. Except it's you so do good. watch. Well, that's it. And, and I'm again. It's, the, my least, the least, the least interesting part of the MMC to me is the, the show matches. and the matches. Like that's everything around it is what I want. Yeah. I enjoyed there were just pictures. They just Big E and Carmella doing like a photo shoot of them like posing. And even that cracked me up. Yeah. Good stuff. But yeah. To, yeah. I don't think uh, they stop signing people. They'll try to sign people as long as they can. And, you know, I do think at some point they do a big release. But I think it's not going to be Harper and Rusev and Cesaro. It's going to be Zack Ryder and prob- maybe... Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel and, you know. Not the, the peop- Long Island Iced Z. One of my kids is, he's listening to a book. Woo, woo, all, woo. All of a sudden I hear, he, tur- he you know, he passed up his rated R, su- you know, superstar persona. Because when he was an edgehead. And he became a party boy. You know it. Now using the broski boot to finish off his opponents. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Side Next note. E- regarding oh. your discussion about potato chips called crisps here in the UK, if you can get them over there, prawn cocktail, smoky bacon, and Worcestershire sauce flavor are ones you should definitely try. All the best, Che. Did Jeremy get a hold of you? Who? Jeremy, the E-Plan NFL, the creator of the Horner line. No, no, I don't think he did. He He's from Louisiana, so he had mentioned... Let's see if I can find it quick. He had mentioned a type of chip that he thought you were referring to, like the prawn oh, yeah? chip. I'll see if I can pull it up. Um, yeah. But yeah, big chips fans. I ate, I ate some more salt and pepper chips while we were recording. Delicious. All right, the next email is from the ultimate warrior, our good buddy Ryan. Dear DDT Wrestling, a while back you guys did a blind Skittles taste test, which I won handily, may I add. And just today, I was reminded of said taste test by an article that discusses the importance of color when it comes to people determining what flavor a candy is, as well as whether or not different colors of candy are actually different flavors. Link below. The bombshell quote from the article is as follows. According to Katz, the author of the study cited in the article, the impact of color on taste is something candy companies definitely know. And while I don't usually talk about gummy bears, what I like to talk about is Skittles, Katz says. The Skittles people, being much smarter than most of us, recognize that it is cheaper to make things smell and look different than it is to make them actually taste different. Katz continues, so Skittles have different fragrances and different colors, but they all taste exactly the same. This can't be, can it? I've had an existential crisis when the allegedly lime Skittles were changed to allegedly green apple, and I'm not sure I'm ready to believe the Skittle I used to love and the Skittle I now loathe are actually the same Skittle. As my trusted snack food experts, I'm turning to you to help soften the blow. Say it ain't so, worriedly yours. (laughs) The ultimate warrior. This is bullshit, DC. It's total bullshit. I did the blind taste test legitimately. No, you did. And I was able to call it every time. They definitely taste different. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Now, granted, I didn't do as well, and Mrs. Manson didn't do as well, but I, I called it every cheated. time, and I, w- I was not cheating, I promise. 
I know you aren't. I'm just saying. So the the uh, the only options are you were cheating, or they must taste different. They do. Or you're just a ridiculously good guesser. But we did it so many times that I, I don't even know if those are, like, that would be astronomical. Yeah. No, so. this is, I don't know who did yeah, this I, study, Ryan, but I think you can relax shit. a bit. I'll, I'll, I'm going to put the, put the uh, article open because I'll read it later. Um, the chips that uh, Jeremy Fake was news. referring to were Zaps Cajun Craw Taters. That might be it. Zaps Cajun Crawtators, the ultimate chip. Bias, though, is I am from Louisiana. So that's what uh, he was referring to. So maybe those are the chips that you were craving. He mentioned that if we were going down to WrestleMania, he would buy us a bag. But oh, yeah. Yeah, those, I think those are totally it. Also, I think I tried the Voodoo flavors, and those were also quite good. All right. Our last email of the evening comes to us from our good buddy, Pav. Hello. <laughs> or <laughs> Kidha, as we say in Punjabi. Do you With speak all the talk- Punjabi? Pav does, apparently. Huh. Okay. So. Okay. Did the great Kali ever actually say anything? Like, is it just gibberish when they like when they have wrestlers talk in other languages? I don't know. I'm a dumb American. Is he actually saying things, or is he just saying random things? Pav, let me know. Like, was he saying, like, you know, actually, Randy Orton, I will kill you? Or was he saying, the toilet is large and in the pineapple room? Like, what uh, is... Donde esta la biblioteca? Yeah, right? I, I don't Mis know. Fuego. This is exciting. Pav, write in. Not that I have to encourage you to write in, but... By all means, write in and let me know about this. With all the talk about Raw 25, we are forgetting two important events in 2019. What are they? Uh... No, it isn't the UK stupidly leaving the European Union. It's SmackDown 1000th episode and later the 20th anniversary of SmackDown episode. Whether we have two big episodes for them remain to be seen, although we did for Raw, but not in the same year. So how would you book them? I'd bring back the fist. The fist never went away. It's still there. Michael Cole and Taz (laughs) on commentary. A lot of novelty acts from SmackDown's prime of the ruthless aggression era and have a huge night. I'd like to see Taz back on commentary. I always liked that team, the two of them. Mm -hmm. They were a good team. Uh, I, I don't know... The problem is a lot of the novelty acts are going to show up on Raw. And this like, is, I, I think this is... What novelty <clears throat> acts specifically from SmackDown's Prime? Simon Dean. Uh, I don't ever need to see Simon well, Dean. Well, the problem, is, the problem is SmackDown's Prime, it wasn't a two-brand show. So it was just the follow-up of Raw. Like SmackDown's Prime, I think of The Rock. Right. And like that's but that was during the era when Raw and SmackDown were both the same brand. So there wasn't as hate like so I what, guess John, wait, but why do you associate The Rock with SmackDown if cuz it's his the SmackDown Hotel. Like like he essentially named that show. Yeah, I guess you're right. He was the one talking about Smacking Down and Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll, so, I'll give you that. I could be wrong. Simon Dean comes to mind, but that's the Basham brothers. Who? JBL and Orlando Jordan and the Basham brothers. And Pass. My other question is, 
Will SmackDown even get as much fanfare as Raw 1000 did? Seems unlikely. No. People were looking more forward to Raw 1000 than they did Money in the Bank in July 2012. Heck, the Olympics were in my home country, and I viewed that of less importance. Well, that's good, because the Olympics are not important. So, Even though the Olympic torch went past my house. Yeah, I do hope we get the same person. fanfare for the sake of brand equality. It deserves it. The brand split police are watching. And crying. Great to hear the brother Nero song played again. I think he meant Nero. I can't tell you how many times I have listened to that in my Android music app since it's July 2016. It's release. a great song. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Fun fact number 11. Almost is the longest word in the English language where every letter appears in the word in alphabetical order. The P underscore A underscore V. Hmm. I, I enjoy that. You know, I enjoy all of Pod's emails, but I especially enjoy the fun facts because they are kind of random. And, you know, I'm a big fan of trivia. Mm. Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I need your piece of positivity as we head into this weekend and the week leading up to the Royal Rumble. I'm going to say that my piece of positivity from this week which you have already admitted you did not watch. Is Braun Strowman slapping a doorframe? Oh, man. I didn't even mention that part. <laughs> he literally, like, bumps into the door, looks at it like it, you know, insulted his mother, and smacks it. It's just Have like, you ever done that? You've got- Have you ever smacked an inanimate object? Have I walked into inanimate objects? No, no, no. Every day of my life. Well, walked into it, but then been angry with it, and then retaliated oh, yeah. I don't know it. if I have reacted physically. Probably. Probably. I just, definitely have. Just, just the, sh- the law of large numbers. I walk into things. I will open a door and walk into it, because I don't wait for it to open all the way <laughs> before trying to make it through. <laughs> so I will hit myself in the face oh, with the door. Okay. And I probably have smacked it, but it's more out of, it's, you know, it is out of irritation. It's like that. How dare you? Inanimate object. Good stuff. Um, What's yours, DC, will, at the DC Matthews? Titus Worldwide has beaten the bar two weeks in a row. Amazing. Now, granted, now, granted, they're kind of fluky wins. Jason Jordan, I think, was involved in at least one of them. There was a distraction involved in the other one, but it doesn't matter. Titus Worldwide, Apollo Crews is getting a chance to shine and it's a it's a relatively small one but it's something. Yeah. He is he at least he both actually I would encourage you to watch this match because both he and Titus O'Neil looked very good. How did Dana Brooke look? Less good. Mm. Just I like she Dana had a weird Brooke. I liked Dana Brooke too. And actually the the whole Alexandra York thing was working for me with the glasses and all that. But she just, her look, it was just weird. Okay. It was just, it was a, just a weird color. Tra- it was all like variations of beige and it was just odd. All right. So, but Titus Worldwide, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. This tag division needs Worldwide. blood. And the Revival winning a squash match and then getting their butts kicked by the Dudleys and whoever else is going to show up. Isn't quite going to do it. Apparently, Edge can't be there, but Christian will be there. So there's that. 
See, Christian's a SmackDown guy. Christian should be on Smack. Like he strikes me as a SmackDown guy. Okay. Um, is Christian a Hall of Famer in yeah. your eyes? Uh huh. We we didn't mention Goldberg being in the Hall of Fame. Who? That's Goldberg. Never heard of him. Okay. Well, he's a guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so too. I don't know if he gets in though. He should. I think he should. All right. Well, we have run the gamut of topics here on this I mean, week's you know, DDT Tim Wrestling. Tim Horner's in the Hall of Fame. I don't see why Christian can't. Tim be. Horner is not in the Hall of Fame. He is on the list, which I encourage you, anyone listening to the sound of my voice, thank you for that lovely setup, by the way. Well done. Do it again. Well done. Um, what were we talking Oh, the list. <laughs> <laughs> I did my job so well, you couldn't even remember to plug the thing you were in the middle of plugging. Every Tuesday on the NAI Wrestling Network, Doc Manson and I try to rank the great, try to come up with the list of the greatest wrestlers <clears throat> in history. The list right now, it's about 60, 70 names. We're going to add some more sometime soon. <clears throat> it's lovely. There is a female in the top 10. Who is it? Will they be at the Royal Rumble? I don't know. You'll have to listen and find out. That's the list on the NAI Wrestling Network. We have this one list, and we're making it into this other list, and you hear us talk about it. And, and from, from what I've heard, it is compelling, compelling drama. It, people are getting to take a walk down memory lane. We're bringing up names that most people don't think about on a regular basis, and we're chatting about them and putting them to concepts. Magnum, at the Magnum MH, even said to me that we ranked Magnum TA higher than he would have. Hmm. At least if he's being objective. Okay. He's his favorite wrestler. But that's when we come to Bo Dallas, I'm going to have to be realistic. Is Bo Dallas better than Billy Gunn? No. Not even is, close. <laughs> is Bo is Dallas better, th- better than Amish Roadkill? No. Nah. Yes, he is. Is he oh, better than Axel now. Rotten? Yes, he is. Is he above the Horner line? I might, I might give you Axel Rotten, but he's not above Amish Roadkill. Come on. No, no way. Amish Roadkill was Amish. Ricky St- <laughs> <laughs> That's my whole argument, DC. <laughs> That's also the title of this episode. <laughs> Amish Roadkill was Amish. Right. I was going to say, Ricky Steamboat, Bo Dallas, Roddy Piper. I don't right fucking there, think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, there's that explicit and, tag. <laughs> anything else you would like to say, Doc Manson, before we head out into that lovely Thursday evening? Uh, same time next week. We will be here next week to preview the Royal Rumble weekend. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. And until we meet again, my friends, we will see you around the neighborhood.